now that we are starting from the start and this is like the revival of the parli podcast why don't we tell our listeners about the meaning of our podcast you know i get a lot of messages asking what is the meaning of the term parli so what according to you is parli speech parli means to discuss to speak it indicates a free flow of ideas thoughts and discussions often combined with some drowsy tea time talk and that's exactly what we are trying to achieve by bringing back the parley podcast hi this is shrish karmarkar and this is shubhangi pathak and we'll be your hosts for the podcast series okay so in continuation of our previous podcast Today we are going to talk about the second major kind of Olympics contested every year, the Winter Olympics. As we all know, the Winter Olympics are an international sports event that happen once every four years, and this year the games began on the fourth of February. It is for the first time that the Winter Games are held in China. This makes Beijing the first city to host the Summer and the Winter Olympic Games, which is something of a record, huh? To give you all a political context, the Communist Party of China just a year ago, on 1st July 2021, celebrated their 100-year anniversary. And amongst the great pomp and show of the event, General Secretary Xi Jinping announced the completion of the first of the two senators' goal set by him way back in 2012. The goals basically said that by the time CPC would complete its 100-year anniversary, China was to become a moderately prosperous society. Xi Jinping also stated in his same speech that foreign countries that bully China will meet a great wall of steel. So basically the 2022 Winter Olympics can actually be considered as the show of power by China to the world. Yeah, totally. This and of course the controversies related to the Beijing Olympics make the event much more interesting. As we had discussed in the last podcast It seems Olympics and controversies go hand in hand. So customarily, the Winter Olympics of 2022 are knee deep in controversy with respect to the cost, environmental impact, censorship, espionage and human rights abuses in China. The last factor, however, has caused many countries to issue boycott on the Beijing Olympics 2022. So Shreesh, would you like to go ahead and tell our audience What exactly are we talking about here? Yeah, sure. So first of all, the Olympic Games bidding process is insanely costly and competitive. It requires world-class infrastructure, titanic allocation of funds to the host city, separate yet enhanced transportation facilities, creation of an Olympic village for the athletes accommodation, and the list goes on and on and on. Many cities think twice even before putting their name up for hosting the Olympics. leaving a handful of actual bidders in the process and this time for the 22 winter olympics only three cities bid almaty kazakhstan beijing from china and oslo from norway secondly there are certain environmental concerns too with respect to the beijing winter olympics it was claimed that outdoor venues for the sports wouldn't have enough snow that is normally required meaning that the government would have to haul snow from places far away to the sport venues at great cost and uncertain environmental consequences yeah i mean that should not be accepted considering the contemporary climate change issues 
In fact, I have heard that the government had proposed an initial budget of 3.9 billion US dollars, but actually spent around 38.5 billion US dollars, and most of it was spent on infrastructure. And the fact that the journalists failed to verify its sustainability claims adds to our suspicion. Also, this is not all. The other day, I was reading this research article by a Chinese researcher, and I was kind of skeptical of the measures taken by the Chinese government to ensure the smooth conduct of the sports event. You know, the citizens had to undergo COVID-19 testing if they were to buy common cold medicines. In fact, this year they are advised not to visit their hometowns on the Lunar New Year holiday, which coincides with the Winter Olympics. As far as human rights issues are concerned. There are reports of the Chinese officials detaining activists like Xie Yong and Guo Fexiong on the charges of inciting subversions. If we go by sources, some activists who were active during the 2008 Olympic Games held in China have been forcibly driven out of the country. And again, this is not all. The term Olympic genocide, which originated during the 2008 Olympic Games, has now gained a new meaning. The term is now used for Chinese government's harsh ethnic policies against the Uyghurs, a local minority Muslim community living mainly in the Xinjiang region of northwest China. I mean, Olympic genocide is actually quite a term to describe this practice of imposed sterilization and operation of labor camps. What do you think? This definitely sounds harsh, Shivangi. Another thing to look at here is although the online criticism and complaints have drastically reduced, it is only because these repercussions of such activities are grave. Social media sites like Weibo and Douyin have deleted hundreds and thousands of posts. The reason given by them to do such a thing was that netizens were spreading hate messages, hurling abuses against the athletes, and spreading false information. According to Reuters, Weibo, which is a Twitter-like site in China, has deleted around 73,000 tweets and has taken action against 2,300 users. Meanwhile, Douyin, which is a TikTok-like platform for China, has removed 6,780 videos and banned 331 user accounts. And you know what the surprising part is? This time, China has even taken efforts to not provide informative coverage across China. According to Brian Smith's words, not mine. During 2008 games, it had given quite a leverage to foreign reporters so that they could create and show a positive image of China. But this time, the case is much, much different. It deliberately did not provide journalists with visas on time and stated border restrictions for the same. All this brings us to one question: What exactly are you hiding, China? I mean, the reasons stated above are. Enough for any country to boycott the Beijing 2022 Winter Olympics. However, we will give you a small yet detailed version of why countries are boycotting Olympics. We had stated some reasons in our previous podcast, so you can go and check them out. So, as we had mentioned there, this is not a complete boycott, rather a diplomatic boycott that we are talking about here. It all started when the IOC awarded the games to China, and with this ongoing issue of the atrocities being committed against the Uyghur Muslims in Xinjiang region by the Chinese government officials, many countries weren't keen on sending their diplomats to the event. Lithuania became the first country to boycott the Beijing Winter Olympics. 
Then uh, countries like the USA, Britain, Canada, Australia, Japan and Denmark also showed their discontentment towards China's rights record and uh, decided to not send their official diplomatic delegations in the games. Sweden, New Zealand, Slovenia soon joined the wagon. Now, the important question. What is exactly India's stand on this issue? That's a quite obvious no. I mean, looking at the recent diplomatic relations between India and China, it's pretty obvious for India to boycott the games. Now, what was the exact reason India gave for boycotting the Winter Olympics? Remember the 2020 June Galwan clashes? India claims that a Chinese soldier and an officer at that involved in those clashes was the torch bearer of the Olympic Games. In fact, Doordarshan has also announced that it won't be airing the opening and closing ceremony of the Winter Olympics. China, of course, is not happy with these developments. And according to China's foreign ministry spokesperson, Zhao Lijian, the USA was politicizing sports and said that the boycott seriously violated the principle of political neutrality of sports established by the Olympic Charter and runs counter to the Olympic motto, more united. The US would pay price for its practices. What we think is that this boycott has definitely hit China's self-esteem. Many important countries have denied China of their diplomatic presence in the Games. What could be more insulting for a country? However, there seems to be little to no impact of this boycott trend on China. I mean, you think, na, in order to hide its reality from the world, it continues to violate the human rights issues. So, what good are the boycotts for? We will leave you with this thought today. Thank you for your time, guys. We will meet you soon with a new podcast next week. Bye!